welcome to the Bikers Church Midrand Podcast. It's great to have you join us for this week's episode. We hope that you find this valuable for your daily life. Early Sunday morning, Mary's walking to the tomb. Her heart's broken with a real sense of loss, sense of aloneness, a sense that her time, energy, her money, her resources have all been wasted. But it didn't feel that way when she was with him. Quite the opposite, in fact. She felt cared for, she felt loved, she felt energized with a sense of real purpose and and gratitude. To sum it all up in a word, she felt life and life to the full. But none of that mattered anymore. Because Friday, everything fell apart. The authorities came and arrested him the night before. They mocked him, they, they tortured him, and finally they hung him high for all to see. His followers expected to see him on a Jewish throne, not on a Roman cross. He was killed by the authorities, but in her heart of hearts, she believed that he was king. And now, It didn't matter. But when she was with him, she felt as if she mattered. And this was so counter-culture for where she lived. Her culture didn't acknowledge her. (laughs) It didn't count her as valuable. In fact, her culture didn't count her at all. As we read in the Gospels of the feeding the 5,000. I mean, that's 5,000 men. They didn't count women. (laughs) Women didn't count. She didn't count. She thinks back to when he met with a woman at the well. Everything counted against her. Her race, her gender, it all counted against her. A Samaritan despised, a woman ignored. She didn't count. But what didn't count to society counted to Jesus. And what counted to society didn't count to Jesus. He wouldn't discriminate based on race or gender or social standing. He addressed the heart of the matter. And by the time he was done with you, you knew that you mattered, that you were valued, that your life counts. But here, in this moment, Walking to the tomb 
with everything ripped out underneath her, she felt again like she doesn't count. Like all the time with Jesus no longer counts. All she can do now is mourn the death of a man, the death of a dream, the death of a hoped for full life. By now she'd reached the tomb. But as she got there, she realized something was different. The boulder, the stone, the rock that kept the tomb closed was gone. Like, what does this mean? <laughs> Has someone taken his body? But who would be so cruel? So she looked inside to see if he was there, but he wasn't. He wasn't there. He was gone. She turned to leave and, and saw someone standing there, and it was a man. And in the moment, she didn't recognize him. Dear woman, why are you crying? He asked her. Who are you looking for? In all honesty, she thought he was the gardener. Sir, she said, if you've taken him away, please tell me where you've put him and I'll go and I'll get him. Mary, Jesus said. She turned to him. She recognized him and she cried out, Rabbi, which means teacher. He continued, go find my brothers and tell them I will be with them soon. Mary Magdalene went and she found the disciples and told them, I have seen the Lord. Then she gave him his message. You see, again, what didn't count to society counted to Jesus. And what counted to society didn't count to Jesus. At the time of Jesus' resurrection, no one in her society would have ever chosen Mary, a woman, to be the messenger of the most important message in all of history. When Jesus revealed His resurrection to Mary first, Jesus was clearly demonstrating that He didn't see what counted against her. No, He saw His beloved. He saw a clean slate. He saw the account settled. He saw that it is finished. Mary, your pain is finished. Your disappointment is finished. Your failure is finished. Your self-perceived insignificance is finished. It is finished.
as you're watching this today, just like it was with Mary. Satan knows your name, but calls you by your sin. Jesus knows your sin, but calls you by your name. Earlier when the religious leaders try to trap Jesus with complicated, misleading questions regarding tax, Jesus responded like this. Why are you trying to trap me? Show me a Roman coin. They brought the coin and he asked them, whose image is this stamped on the coin? Caesar's, they replied. Then Jesus said to them, give back to Caesar what is Caesar's and give to God what is God's. What Jesus was speaking into as well as the fact that you really should pay your taxes. He was asking a question. Whose image is on you? In the book of Genesis, we are told clearly that we were made in the image of God. So, give to Caesar that which carries Caesar's image, but give to God that which carries God's image. You may feel like there's just too much counting against you. Things that you've done, things that have been done to you, decisions that you've made. That for all of these reasons, you don't matter, that you don't count. But let's just take a minute and think, what's the story of Easter? Bunnies? <laughs> Eggs? I mean, don't get me wrong, we're going to enjoy some chocolate soon. But the story of Easter is that you matter, that your life counts that God loved you so much that 2,000 years ago, God, through His Son Jesus, put love on display to let you know how badly He wants relationship with you. Today, He's asking you to give Him everything that you believe counts against you. Your pain, your disappointment, your failures, maybe your self-perceived insignificance. He looks at it all and he says, it is finished. Whether you've been walking with Jesus for years or you're hearing this for the very first time, or you're somewhere in between. He's asking you to trust Him with all of it. Give it to Him. Because to God, you matter. To Him, your life counts. He 
loves you and is inviting you to come home. Let me pray with you. Father God, I thank you for how you crossed all kinds of barriers to reach out to us, to let us know how valuable we are to you. Lord, and to the person who's busy watching this right now, who may be skeptical of that, I pray that you will make yourself known to them within the course of this day. So Father God, we just thank you for the fact that we don't have to hang on to our hurts. We don't have to hang on to our pain. We don't have to hang on to all our stuff, but that we can take all of that, our brokenness, our own sin, our own failures, and we can give it all to you. And that as we place it in your hands and entrust you with it, Lord, that you take our past, you deal with it as you dealt with it through the cross of Jesus. And that ultimately, you walk with us and you secure our future. And I thank you that we can trust you with us today. And we pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. We trust that you found this message valuable. For more information on who we are or how you can get involved, please check out our website at bikerschurchmidrand.co.za or connect with us through social media on Facebook or Instagram. Beyond that, have a great day.